What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 13 of everybody's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is just okay. My name is Nick Rose, and I'll be your host for, I don't know, actually, I, I do know it's going to be a long episode today, about 45 minutes possibly, but um, this one's going to be different for you guys. I've actually got a co-host this episode. Um, I was able to link up with Skype with uh, with my best friend who lives out in Iowa. His name is Corey Harder, and he's... Uh, I call him a video game expert. I know he doesn't like to hear that, but uh, <laughs> so what you're gonna hear is different. Um, the audio quality might not be up to snuff because it is on Skype and it's recording through a speaker on the computer and all that jazz. However, I should call this uh, episode 13B or uh, episode 13.1 because uh, the original episode 13 that I recorded. Uh, I had some technical difficulties with the sound and it was not salvageable, so I had to scrap it and we re-recorded the entire episode. So um, now I've got a co-host this episode, a special guest, and uh, yeah, it, it's a different episode. We're going we're gonna to talk and um, it's not going to be a one-sided conversation, which is going to be kind of crazy. So um, with that, let's get started on the introduction song. <laughs> some kind of intro so I know what we're doing. Alright, I can hear you fine. Yeah, so uh, retro versus uh, current gen gaming, you said? Yeah, yeah, I brought you on here to see what you thought. Um, so here's my, my top five that I wrote down for modern versus retro gaming. In no particular order. Number one, I got modern games are easier. <laughs> That's a given. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in one word, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you know, and I wrote down, you know, modern games. You got you got hints and walkthroughs, and, and my example was that you know, back in our day when we were kids, we didn't have strategy guides. We didn't have, you know, it wasn't as easily accessible as it is now. You know, well, it's like you know when the radio, you know, was killed by the TV. You know, old school gaming was pretty much killed by the internet. Mm, absolutely. Like I, uh, like I tell the millennials of this generation, if my dad ever caught me using a strategy guide, he'd make me smoke a whole pack of strategy guides. Millennials. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, just like, you know, have you ever seen anyone beat Contra without the cheat codes? Me. <laughs> you. Yeah. So, um, two, retro games present a challenge to use your brain. You got... You know, the hardest games, you know, come to mind, Ninja Gaiden, Battletoads, Ghosts and Goblins, whatnot. The original Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Original Dick Tracy. Ninja... Oh, my God, Dick Tracy. Dude, Ghostbusters. I... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I made it to Zool once. And I think it was because there was a glitch in the game. Yeah, there is. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, number three, I got graphics versus quality. What's your take on that? Uh, bit wars really changed that. I don't know if anybody knows what the bit wars are, but you know, like Nintendo with the original Nintendo and the uh, Sega Genesis were going head to head, and you know, I think the Sega was what sixteen and the Nintendo was eight, mm-hmm. and then 
people start talking about bits and everyone's like, what's a bit? And, you know, nobody could answer the question. And then, you know, then Super Nintendo comes out with 16 to rival with the Genesis. And then you get Atari that skips all of that and goes to 64. And that's kind of where I feel it kind of fell apart, you know, the, the bit wars, everyone's fighting over bits. And then instead of putting out quality games, all they cared about was just the graphics to, ca- to, to capture people's attention. For instance, Crisis, that's a big one that was uh, graphically oriented but had no story. Pretty crap game. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of games that are mind-blowingly, mind-blowingly, you know, amazing in terms of graphics when it comes to story. It's like, like, like to me, it's one that comes to mind is Halo Reach. The game was great graphically, but the story, I, I take a shit and it has more charisma and more feel. <laughs> Nice. What do you think had uh, What do you think is the best mixture of both? I said Ghostbusters because, I mean, it looks movie quality, and the storyline could have been what the third movie should have been. I know there's like a fine line between movie games like not being good, but this one wasn't based on anything. I enjoyed Ghostbusters. Don't get me wrong. I have it on. I think I have it on my my Xbox. I I played it two or three times. Mm-hmm. I've actually restarted it recently with Paul. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he's digging it. I get I get to play five, ten minutes at a time, and then he's done. But, yeah, it's, it's good. I don't know. With me, with graphics and story, it's really tough because I'm trying to think of a game that had really good graphics and a really great story. Uh, I'd say The Last of Us. I don't know if you ever played that one. That one's really good. No, I don't know that one. I think you'd like that one. I'll have to check that out. I'm actually getting into games more now than I did when I was younger. I think more of it has to do with the new games being a lot easier, that I'm like, oh, hey, cool, I can do this, and sit down for a little while and forget the world. Well, one I would really challenge you to do, it's on PlayStation 3, I know you have one of those, Um, it's called Heavy Rain. Okay. It's a mixture of, like, movie and game. It's really good. I think you would like it. It's kind of like a murder mystery. Oh, nice. Kind of like uh, L.A. Noir. Uh, in a sense. More like Clue. Oh, nice. Well, I could dig that. You're, I can't remember. I, it, I played it when it first came out. I have it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I know who the killer is, so it makes no fun. <laughs> <laughs> and play it again, so I know who the killer is. So. Right. Okay, I'll have to check that out, dude. Dude, yeah, it's like really cheap. It's like five or six bucks at GameStop. Nice, nice. We're we're running through Borderlands two right now. That one's pretty fun. I love that one. One's my favorite one. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Okay, so number four on my list, I have autosave versus restarting your console every time. Oh. <laughs> God, I remember playing Rad Racer on the NES. And working all friggin' day to get to level four on there, and then having to turn the Nintendo off and restarting the next time. Right. Pain in the balls, but now, like, say, like, for instance, Skyrim, you can save every ten feet, and you're good to go. Hey, right. (laughs) Um, I would say my biggest one was um, Top Gear. Okay. For Super Nintendo. Uh Uh-huh. God, I hate that game. <laughs> I haven't played that one. Or any kind of golf game on Nintendo or Super Nintendo. Mm, yeah, 
Uh, and well, the last one I got on the list is uh, blowing into cartridges versus updating game data. Meaning, like living in an in an age where everything's so we we live in an instant gratification era where everybody wants everything now, now, now. But like with the newer games, I know with, with the PlayStation and stuff, you got to wait like an hour before playing the, a new game because it's got to upload and update and like we got that that Plants vs Zombies. Dude, it took like two hours to install on my PlayStation. It, you know, and, and then thinking about back in the day, all you had to do was blow in the cartridge and you're good to go. You know. I don't know. I've been thinking about it since uh, since we were watching that kids react video to the NES. Those, those horrible horrible teenagers who couldn't figure out how to work a Nintendo, and they're saying, "Oh, you know, this sucks. How can people use this compared to PlayStation?" And you know, well, you know, this takes me back to God. I want to say two thousand one. I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, um, I was there. <laughs> um. I had just gotten WWF No Mercy for Nintendo 64. My mom got it for me early for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I'm like that, that happiest kid in the candy store that you could possibly imagine, you know. Mm-hmm. Get in the house, fire it up, absolutely love the hell out of it. I think of maybe two days later I came back to it and all my progress was gone. Mm. I'm talking everything was gone. And, you know, 2001, the Internet's there, obviously. Right. But I'm running a home-built computer on a 56K modem. (laughs) (laughs) And for you, all you millennials out there, it's called (laughs) dial-up. Google search on that. It's called dial-up. gonna I'm actually gonna say cut scene there I'm gonna insert a sound for dial-up <laughs> just so they they know what it sounded like <laughs> Dude, that'd be good <laughs> but yeah and you know looking back on it now what 14 years later all I had to do was open up the back of the cartridge and change a battery really yeah that's all it is is a freaking battery in those things but that's it it's like the it's like the Game Boy games, the Pokemon Game Boy games. Yeah, they have little small uh, CR twenty twenty five batteries in them. I've seen that in some of the see throughs, but I never knew why. I just bought one off of an app. I'm gonna name drop here. It's called Game Flip. <laughs> Free advertisement. There you go. Uh, I bought it for seven bucks. Pokemon Gold on Game Boy Color. I bought it for seven dollars. All it all it needs is a new battery. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> and and for everyone listening who doesn't know, you've got probably the biggest collection of video games known to man. I don't know about that. You've got a lot, dude. And you've got just about every console ever made. And then some. I have about 350 plus games. And last I counted like 25, 26 different consoles. That's cool, man. 
Hey, if they want pictures, I'll post pictures. <laughs> hey, there you go. Send them to me. I'll put them up on the page. So yeah, I'll do that. And what's crazy about that? Do you have them all hooked up? Oh no, I'm no, no. You know my wife too well. She. <laughs> I I'm curious because like you know I've got the PlayStation and the Wii hooked up in the living room, and yet I can't figure out how to hook any more up to it. Like I'd love to have my old Nintendo hooked up, but I'm like, oh, so many wires. I don't want to mess with this. So. I don't know how you deal with all those other systems. Split boxes, really. Mm. You get those boxes where you plug in like one, one cable into like the switch box, and it has like four different other ones you can you know switch between. I have a lot of switch box. I have like six or seven switch boxes. If I wanted to, uh-huh. if I had the money and the, I could hook up probably every single console to one TV if I really wanted to. That would be sweet, dude. Because I've seen some of your stuff, and it's like, it makes me jealous. I'll be honest. Because I'm going back now and, uh, and seeing all the games that I missed when I was younger. Because, you know, I, I wasn't really into games growing up. I, right. I, knew that. <laughs> I sucked so bad I hardly ever played anything. And now, you know, with Paul and stuff, I'm going back. Like, we were playing Legend of Zelda the other night. And I'm like, I've got, you know, the original cartridge. I've never played it. You know, right. and he put, he, I pop it in on the Wii and I'm, I'm going through it. I'm like, God, th- I, this game's horrible. Or, or I'm horrible. I give him the controller, and he's just flying through the game, and I'm like, oh, God. So it starts. <laughs> yeah, I asked this girl I work with. I won't say names. I don't want to name drop that. But I asked this girl that I worked with the other day. She's about, oh, 20? Uh-huh. Oh, I was, so I asked this girl, I was like, what was the very first game you ever played? You know, I don't know where, I don't remember where, where the topic of conversation came from. Uh-huh. But I asked her, I was like, what was, like, the very first game you ever played? And I was like, mind you, I'm about 11 years older than you, so watch your P's and Q's, you know, I'll watch your pick. (laughs) (laughs) So, she's like, the very first game I ever played was um, her boyfriend let her play Grand Theft Auto 4. That was about maybe five years ago, so she would have been, like, 14. Right. And I looked at her, I was like, so what do you think the very first game I ever played? I was like, mind you, I just turned the big 3-0. So, again, mind your P's and Q's. Pong! No. <laughs> what? She said Pong. Oh, did she really? Yes. <laughs> nice. I about jumped out of my chair and just gave her a big old, you know, backside of my hand pip slap. <laughs> I don't hit women, by the way, if, if, if that makes it in there. I was just, you know, metaphorically speaking. Uh, but yeah, I just... That's horrible. I, I was just being cocky just now. So let me ask you a gaming-related question. Now Go that for you it. brought up something. Go for it. You back to it. Well, what, you, what got you started on it? Uh, when? Like, recently? Yeah. Um, Paul... I mean, you know, I'm going through and uh, I'm finding all my old Ghostbuster toys and action figures and stuff. And one of our favorite things to do now is to get on YouTube and watch old toy commercials. And I always find, I always find the action figures that he has, and I'll go to YouTube and I'm like, check this out, dude. And I'll watch Ghostbusters, uh, you know, or Batman or whatever the commercials for the toys, and he gets so excited. He's like, I have these, and you know, I showed him Back to the Future, the movie the other day, which he loved. He's big on the Ghostbusters or something, and all this stuff that I was, I loved as a kid, he's loving, 
And I was like, well, let's check this out. And I put on Super Mario Brothers for him the other day. And ever since then, it's been like, he, he comes home, can, can we play Mario? Can we do this? Can we do this? And so, yeah, dude, and I'll pop it in for him. And that's been our thing now. That's kind of kind of bringing me back to it. I bought him Plants vs. Zombies for the PlayStation. We take turns on that. It's kind of like uh, Modern Warfare. See, oh, the Garden Warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go through. I unlock Chester Cheetah in the game for him. Nice. And so we, we play that together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, God, what's the other one? He's got a Toy Story game and Little Big Planet. That's the one he's hooked on. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's, that's one that's a good one for kids. Yeah, it's uh, Little Big Planet 2. Oh. And that's the one we're hooked on. And now I'm like, oh, now I want to play games all the time. <laughs> he he yeah. brought that, that back into me. Like, when I was growing up, my dad was into games, and he had the Nintendo and all the games and stuff, and I, that was the only time I ever got to play it, because my mom was against it, strictly. You know my mom. <laughs> and, I love your mom. <laughs> and she was, you know, video games are going to turn you into a loser, you can't play games, blah, blah, blah. And so I just never had any interest in them, right? So uh, uh, now I'm going back and being like, Mom, you're crazy. She, she yells at me, too, for letting Paul play, but I'm like, he's fine. We limit him. Lies, lies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he's he's got the Kindle right now. He's playing on it. But Yeah, my my earliest gaming memories um my mom used to have a babysitter for me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I first discovered video games. Uh I was staying over there and her son, I think he was like thirteen at the time, so that really makes him old, old, old. Mm-hmm. Um She's like, here, go play with him, you know. And she's like, I don't have anything for little, you know, little boys to do out here, you know. She was like crocheting or something. I don't remember. Right. And like, I go in there, I sit down, and he's playing Mario Three. Nice. And, oh, oh man, I don't, I don't know. Just like when he turned, I don't think it was it the Tanuki. Yeah, the raccoon yeah. suit. Yeah, the, the the raccoon suit. He puts he you know he he puts that on, and I was like, wow. And then, you know, like, the green boob and the jumping cactus things that, you know, that bust off into little pieces and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just, it just blew my mind. And then, ever since then, you know, I always wondered what it was, what game he was playing. And and then, yeah, when I turned seven, my grandma gave me my first Super Nintendo and Mario World, and that got me hooked. Nice. Nice. I think I got my first Nintendo when I was about ten years old. Uh, I had chicken pox one summer and they quarantined me in a room for the summer I wasn't allowed to come out and that's when my mom finally broke down and got me a Nintendo and like 12 games to go with it Mario 3 being one of them yeah I know and and at that time when the games were like friggin 80 bucks a piece yeah dude so (laughs) but hey you never told me though what is what is the first game you ever played um Mario three, Mario yeah. three. He actually he actually let, let me go through and play a little bit of it. He's like, "You suck," and he grabs the controller back. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> mine, I don't remember. I think it was either Kung Fu, Ninja Gaiden three, or Mario one. I know it was all around the same time, but I was horrible at Mario. I remember going through Mario one the very first time, and I hit the Koopa at the very beginning. Oh, uh. <laughs> I was like, "What happened?" Yeah, I remember I was always player two, and I'd be like, can I play? And my dad would be like, yeah, when I die. He'd sit there and he'd just beat the game over and over and over, and I never got to play. 
Oh, that's what my dad, that's what Larry used to do to me. He used to buy, uh, he was big into like sports games like mm. basketball and he had that Pippin vs. Jordan on Nintendo and he had, uh, what was it, um, John Elway football on, mm-hmm. on Nintendo and he, he, he's like, oh, play me. And he, he kicked my ass like 52 to like 3 and then he whooped me in basketball like 165 to like 10 and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, you're a grown man taking on an 8-year-old child. What the hell is wrong with <laughs> And he, and he, I remember one time I beat him. One time out of like a thousand times I beat this grown man. And he didn't talk to me for like two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the last time I played a game with my dad, I beat him at risk. Nice. On, on the PlayStation 2. And I remember he tossed the controller across the room, took the disc out, and shattered it on the floor. And that's, that's what taught me it's not okay to win. You, you always just... You downplay it, you make yourself mediocre, and you just lose. <laughs> I'm going to tell your listeners a story. Go for it. I'm going to tell them a really good story that I doubt you even remember. Uh-oh. So one night, we're down in the dungeon, or or Nick's uh, sweet-ass freaking room growing <laughs> up, man. This room is so sweet in that basement. Uh, we're down there, and he's like, oh, check out this game I got. And it was Grand Theft Auto 3 on PC. And I never played Grand Theft Auto before. Well, no, I take that back. I played the first two on PlayStation. He had them as well, and they were terrible, terrible, mm-hmm. terrible games. Top view. Them. Top view. Horrible. People know that I played them. So he's like, oh, he's like, oh check this thing out. You know, it's, it's, it's sweet. You know, it's something we've never seen before, and, you know, we're playing it. And it was like 9 o'clock at night. And we're going, and, you know, we're using a keyboard and mouse because, you know, we're too poor to go out and buy, you know, a, a control pad to plug in. Did they even exist at that point? Yeah, but they're like 40 bucks. Ah. <laughs> so we're playing, and, I mean, we're playing, and the next thing you know, we, we turned to the right, and I believe there was a window right above your mom's old weight set, her old, like, yeah. aerobics machine type thing. And I was like, dude, look, the freaking sun's coming out. He's like, and Nick's like, no way. And we're like, we like walk outside after playing GTA for like 10 hours straight. I'm talking straight. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't stop. I mean, we were like halfway through the game in like 10 freaking hours. And we walk outside and we're just like, it still felt like we were, you know, playing the game. And your host, your main man walks up to a car door and tries to jimmy the door open. You did. You walked up to a car door. I'm like, I'm like what are you doing? You're like, oh, she walked away from it. Yeah, they say that games aren't an influence on our youth. Don't you edit that out either. Don't you edit that out. Nah, you're good. You're good. The coolest thing about GTA on the computer was that you showed me how to modify the game. And you, <laughs> the best thing was when you put all the Kiss music in the game. So every time you hopped in a car, it was my own station. Yep, loved that, and I've always played it like that ever since. And then we've even modified the characters since then. Like I've actually created Ronald McDonald for the game. You still have that game? Oh yeah! Wow! I know. I finally beat it. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. It was nuts. <laughs> but. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I spent most of my time creating characters for the game and 
Microsoft Paint, but I think at one point I created myself too. Put pasted an image of my face on there and Hey, have you done the uh Vice City Back to the Future thing? I've seen it. But Oh my god, I did it. It was so fucking cool. Was it? They built so it had like the original Vice City. Mm-hmm. What you do is you take take a regular DeLorean, go to the uh paint shop mm-hmm. or whatever, or the garage, I can't remember what it was. Then you would pick which one you wanted, one, two, or three. Mm-hmm. So three would obviously be the Western one. Right. So you always pick number two so the car would, mold, you know, would transform and fly. Right. So you'd get, you'd fly up into the sky and you'd keep flying and flying and eventually you would see a secondary city being built by modders in the sky. Oh, and wow. it was freaking hill, it was freaking Hill Valley. Oh, that is so cool. And they had like, it was like two or three square miles of Hill Valley, Hilldale. And they had, like, Lion Estates sitting out there. And you go behind the Lion Estates, uh, you know, like, the little sign. The car was sitting back there. And oh, that's so it cool. It was sweet. Did you see that they're actually getting ready to do um, a 30th anniversary showing of the film? Yeah, I'm going to it at our Orpheum Theater on October 20th. Nice. Well, in Hollywood, they're actually recreating the Hill Valley set and inviting the, the entire cast to come watch the movie with some Aww. special people, but... We should go. <laughs> oh, that would be incredible, dude, because, yeah, they're, they're building it exact again, with the tower and all that stuff, so... Uh, save the clock tower. Save <laughs> the clock tower. So that's going to be fun, man. Gonna be well, fun. And that makes me think, too, you know, when you, uh, when you watch the first movie and then you watch the second movie, Okay, mm-hmm. the lady jingling the freaking can of money, you know, for Save the Clock Tower. Right. And then you go to 2015, you got the old dude shaking the money for the clock tower. Now, the lady from the first movie, where did her money go? Hmm. That <laughs> dirty porn theater that was up the road? Uh, yeah, yeah. Crazy drunk drivers. I <laughs> oh, love it. That's good stuff. I mean, seriously, 30 years they've been collecting money just to fix the freaking clock tower. They can modify the entire uh, uh, courthouse, but they can't fix the effing clock. Yeah, how much do you really think that would take? Because, <laughs> you know, the whole thing in the second movie was, was pure glass. Yeah. When, you know, uh, Griff, like, threw fluid. But they couldn't fix the freaking clock yeah yeah I don't know man seriously <laughs> I think the dirty old lady took the money and I don't know man. I think she took it yeah yeah that makes sense <laughs> what other explanation is there <laughs> lightning can't damage it that bad unrepairable that's, I don't understand that's good stuff hey speaking of movies um I did want to bring up ooh what don't pop up when I'm recording a show, Windows 10. Dare you interrupt us. Jeez. <laughs> so, I would. I do actually want to congratulate you for being the first winner of my trivia. Oh, I didn't even know if I won or not. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to put it on the, on the last episode that's lost to the ether because the sound quality is so horrible. So, let me refresh it. The, the question was, what classic film was called Production 9401 during filming? And you said... Psycho. Answer Psycho. Oh, because I remember watching some documentary. Oh, wait, it was the Hitchcock movie. That's what it was. There you go. 
I watched it. it. had that Philip Seymour Hoffman guy, wasn't it? Yeah, I think. I don't remember. But still. No. No. Was it Hoffman? It, it was, was Anthony uh, Hopkins. Yeah, Hopkins, that's right. See, damn. Yeah. But, uh, so there you go. You're the winner. I'm sending you a no prize. Hey, cue the, cue that winning music. Yep. Cut it there. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, man. I'm like... Oh, you see Ant-Man? No. Am. No, did you? No, I'm going on Tuesday. Are you? I don't know how interested I am in it. Like... Mm. I want to see it, but I think I can wait till it comes out on video. And Christian, like, won't stop. He's, like, obsessed. <laughs> really? With anything Marvel. I'm not even kidding. Like, I don't know. It's He has, like, all the movies. Mm-hmm. And he watches them, like, constantly. He knows more about these people than I do. Oh, that's cool. Uh, not for me, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I was... I mean, I wish I grew up on comic books and, you know, superheroes. I grew up on video games and wrestling. See, yeah, I was I was the comic book action figure guy. <laughs> now I'm the action figure, video game, comic book freaking nerd. I don't even know how to classify myself anymore. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I take Paul every week to the comic store and we get our shop or our stuff. He actually needs a second box already. He's got so many. So... Deal. Yeah, yeah, and I've, I keep promising it, but one of these days I'm gonna do a secret podcast about the comic books and review them. Because uh, I've been, I've actually been, uh, I've been collecting the the new Bill and Ted ones that came out. Right. I think oh, gonna, really? Yeah, it actually takes place like ten seconds after the movie start ends, the second movie. So right as they're walking off stage and they're going to the backstage area is right. when the comic book starts. Nice. Yeah, and it, it does some crazy time travel stuff. and No, that's good. It's a six-part. I actually just got part six yesterday. Wow, there was some comic book some dude told me about. I can't remember what it was. It was the Back to the Future comic. I don't remember. Hmm. That's coming out remember. soon, and that's going to take place after the third movie. Or no, it's going to chronicle the stuff that happened in between the films. Hey, I was going to ask you, too, speaking of which, mm-hmm. uh, you got the Batman animated series done, you know? Mm-hmm. You know how big that is? Like, is it like 16 gigs of, you know, of video or something? I don't know. It's about... I've been, been itching to freaking watch that. Hang on. One second. I actually have it right over here. <laughs> Your computer's crying. It's like, cut me off. It's so hot. Say, stop whining, little girl. Let's see. Oh, my house. (laughs) So, uh, volume one is four discs. Volume two is four discs. Volume three, four discs. And volume four is four discs. Let's take a look on... Let's look, let's look on a pirating website. I know, shame on me. I'm, I'm a bad person, but I like to pirate stuff. Whatever. So it's 12 discs total if you have the DVDs, which is what I got. I don't think they've ever released a, like a Blu-ray or DVD set, have they? The DVD set, yeah, but not on Blu-ray. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> Shit the bed. Yeah, I got that. And then I've got the Batman Beyond complete series. So you can watch them all straight through. It works out pretty well. I do want to watch it. Because that one's got Hamill in it, doesn't it? Mark yep. Hamill? 
and see his jokers like. Um, that's all I've got for this week. Let me pause it real quick. Sure. All right, man. So there you have it. What'd you think? Uh, a little bit different, but hope you found it a little bit informative. I had a lot of fun recording it, and uh, I actually think I'm gonna have him on again as a as a special guest in some future episodes. So um, uh, I want to say thanks for listening. Um, you know, if it is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Thanks for checking us out, and you can always check us out on all our links, or uh, my links, uh, what have you. This is the housekeeping portion which i usually do at the beginning of the show i'm gonna do at the end so you can go to youtube.com slash kiss member 34 check out all kinds of acoustic covers and and songs that i do um there's actually one i'm gonna be playing at the end of this one episode so because i know i didn't do the song in the middle of the show so that's gonna be different um for those of you guys that didn't catch the trivia question uh he you know, he actually did answer it for you guys. Uh, what classic film was called Production 9401 during filming? The answer was Psycho. Um, this week's trivia is going to be, in the Mega Man series, what are the full names of Dr. Light and Dr. Wily? Uh, go ahead and mull that one over. Um, you can also uh, find us at uh, soundcloud.com slash kissmember34. Um, also at facebook.com slash this podcast is just okay. Go ahead and follow me at osband34 at Twitter and uh, osband34.blogspot.com to check out the Companion Piece blog. Um, I guess, you know, I think that's everything that we needed to talk about today. And uh, you got your trivia, you got your links, you got your show. Um, I guess I'm going to throw an outro song out there for you and see what you guys think of that. And I will catch you guys next time come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination take a look and you'll see into your imagination we'll begin with a spin
Yeah.